Gamchat Podcast is a member of the Bunk Collective, podcast that came to play. Visit our website at thebunkph.com. Get in, loser. We're going shopping. <coughs> I can't. I'm sick. Wait. Yung tata. Boo, you whore. Bilockdown pa rin. Huh? At 2021 na. So, anong gagawin natin? Eddie, magstay na lang sa house. At makinig sa Astrology, the podcast. With new episodes every Tuesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. This is Gam Chat. My name is Greg. I'm McCoy. And I'm Dee. We're three Filipino gay guys trying to make sense of anything and everything in the world today. Welcome to our podcast. This is our queries episode. We are answering your questions in this episode called You've Got, You've You've got Queries. <laughs> ding, ding. I was trying to time it. <laughs> yeah, it didn't quite work, D. That worries hey. me. <laughs> Sorry. So here's how our queries episode works. Listeners send in their questions through DMs on social media, email, leave a voice message through anchor.fm, and we pick two of them and we just go in on it. You can even rename anonymous, but we will give you a tita, tito, tita X name, because we're gender fluid here. So McCoy. McCoy. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> What's the first queries? <laughs> Sorry. The first one is from Kenny of the Broke Gamer. And the query is, I always wanted to experience blank, insert kink slash fetish here, or whatever you may think is appropriate. So he's asking what is, what what kind of kink that, we're, that we want to experience? Yeah. That we haven't already. Okay. Who wants to take this one first? I guess I am. <laughs> <laughs> With such hesitation i love it so you definitely have to go first well because i don't think there's anything else i want to experience i don't i don't want to have sex on the beach so that's not a thing i would ever want to do um i've done voyeurism because what i'm into i've done the threesome of the i've even given someone a foot job yes <laughs> it's like giving someone a hand job but with your feet in case you don't know um so maybe being part of the Mile High Club, I guess. I mean, I had a chance to do that, but I fell asleep. So I. <laughs> oh my god! I did. I mean, I fell asleep. Like we were supposed to meet up once we reach altitude or cruising altitude or whatever you call it. We were supposed to meet up in the back, but I completely fell asleep because taking off makes me sleepy. Like it just lulls me to sleep. Just so relaxing for me. Oh my god, do you imagine if McCoy didn't hook up in the bathroom and McCoy just fell asleep mid-action? But wait, where, where, where was the flight to that it, like, you didn't wake up from your nap? Was it like a short domestic flight? I, I woke up when they were serving dinner. This is from Manila to LA. So you still had, you would have had time. It was like a six hour, 16 hours flight. Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, there was a layover in Korea, so Manila to Incheon. That's still that, a couple of hours. No, definitely, but the moment has passed. Like, I can't, like, because he's like a few rows in front of me. I'm not going to be like, hey, 
Remember that thing we talked about? Like, what? It's weird. But you could have just messaged him on like those, the infotainment. You know how they have like a chat? <laughs> I don't think they had that on the thing. McCoy, first of all, you're a gay guy. You do the look, the cruising look. How can I look at someone who's not, who's facing the other, the, the front of the plane? You pass by them. You walk forward. Thank you. It's not that hard. No, Come on. it's just no. It it is hard because uh, like I was oh. okay. You have you don't understand. After New Year's Eve celebration, two hours after that was my flight. So after the New Year celebration, I went to my flight. So I just had no energy to even try to stay up, even if I wanted to. Sounds like a missed opportunity. Yeah, could have been, but so would you say that your your fetish is public? sex or like the chance of getting caught no i'm scared to get caught that's why i'm like doing the having sex on the plane like terrifies me because i don't want to get told off <laughs> i'm scared of like authority <laughs> wow how about you d what's your um kink or fetish that you would like to experience i'm trying to see like anything like come to mind like of what the kinks and fetishes that i know is something that i doesn't really appeal to me like i wouldn't want fisting that's <laughs> scary but no shame on anyone who wants to no, try no, that it's not but i just yeah. can't like i can't fathom like yeah. being a part of that and like <laughs> any context whatsoever i just like yeah I, I i don't think i would be okay it is fascinating though it is fascinating like i'm very squeamish when it comes to things uh, like yeah. when at work so i have on call i work in like somehow somewhat in a medical field so whenever people will text me wound stuff without forewarning mm. like tell me like hey this i'm gonna send you this like i like can throw my, the phone against the wall because <laughs> I just can't like I can't see things like that. Even like even like porn. Sometimes when I see things or a cer certain like shot or angle, then I can't like oh nope, move on to the next video. I can't do that. So it has to be like I don't know what it has to be like a some type of role playing, but I don't know specifically what it would be. Authoritarian kind of role play, submissive dominant like that kind of role playing or is it like maybe daddy's like daddy role play yeah but then i would have a hard time if i know that person i would just laugh i'm like that's not you please <laughs> like, <laughs> like if i'm out of start doing that i'm like okay what's happening here like you know <laughs> i love role play role play is fun it depends like it can't be like you know it has to be you have to really fully commit like it has to be in an environment like, I, like, I'm very visual. I can't just have it like, we're in the same room, but you're just, like, taking on a character. Like, I wanted, like, the full production. The so full production? I, really? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I want it, like, you're going all out. I'm going to rent, like, a doctor's office or something like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> or a dungeon. You could rent dungeons in L.A. Oh, no, see, that's scary to me. I don't want that. Well, I don't want a dungeon. I'm just gonna it get up like on the stirrups. What do you call it? Like the Queen Mary? Someone's gonna jump up and scare you. And I don't want that. I don't want that. Like in the back of my head, like kind of like looking back the entire time. So I don't know what would it be. It has. To, it would have to be like some type of role playing, but then. And like a hundred percent commitment. Okay, well, well, of course the commitment has to be there, yeah. but would it be like a doctor scene? It sounded like it was gonna you were gonna say doctor, and you're the patient kind of scene. Is that what is that like the role playing? 
Like, would you play the submissive one or the dominant one? Even I feel that, you know, honestly, even I feel like that's going to be so cheesy that I'm probably going to just laugh the entire time when it's happening. <laughs> I, so I can't, I can see like, that. I can't, like, yeah. What would it be? But fully committed, though. What if you're fully committed? Fully committed. Would you be open to it? Or would you want to experience that? Because that's what the question is. Like, what did you? Could I you don't know. Want? I'm having a hard time figuring out exactly the fact that having that factor that I would like. I really want it, and I don't have any of that. But like, the you're so cynical at times. It's like role exactly. playing. It's like. <laughs> Like you, you, the whole time you'll be thinking, "Are we really doing this? Like, is this really happening?" Like, <laughs> imagine how much eye rolls I would do yes. the entire time, and the other person would just be turned off. So I don't know what it is. I'm trying to figure it out, and nothing like physical, like that is like that could cause pain. Yes. Uh, how about like? How about like like um? How about I have to do with something with art? Would that make you? Like, like, um, well, having sex in a no, museum, sculpting, oh. no, like, yeah, or like a sculpting, maybe like a newt's, like, you know, thing, or maybe it's like paint. Okay, that I wouldn't mind because then, like, I, I initially I would be like, oh, fuck, I have to clean this up, but then, like, <laughs> but then I think I'm just gonna get over that feeling <laughs> just to be a part of it, yeah. So maybe that would be it, like, if it's like artistically done. But not like nude painting. I don't like any other like it to me. Like it has to be something. Well, how about nude photography? No, because then it, it comes oh, up yeah. in my po- like in my head like those cheesy yeah. porn, you know, um, like kind of like what Greg was talking about. Like no, and then D would be like, oh, the lighting's off. You know, your 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 penis yeah. is supposed to be over <laughs> here <laughs> with this kind of angle. Like that's D. You'll be like, <laughs> I'm like, no, chin up an inch to your left. Like like I'm, it's gonna be just bossing someone around just to find the right angle. So no, it would be like yeah. If it was like very hands-on, like art making, and then sex involved, that would be dope. But now, what would it be? Now I have to think of like, like you know that scene is. in the in in Ghost where they were making like the clay pot or something like that, and it, get, it got very sexual. When they just make like a Greg's batuta. <laughs> what? But you can't use it right away because you have to like put it in a kiln. It, yeah. It's gonna take to a dry couple it, hours, yeah. and then you have to glaze it. So you know he got like, that stuff from like Casey's grandfather, I think. <laughs> yes, but see, here's the thing: like, how come you can't let go of that one side of like control, or you know what I mean, like, and just let it go? Like, so maybe that's what it is. So maybe I need to be. You know how we were talking about the last episode? It would be like, the people who are in control on their daily lives needs to be controlled. So maybe that's what it is. But then it would be hard to just make me let go of that control, I think. So it has to be all... So maybe it is... It has to be full on, where I'm just like... I think you need to... Like, complete submissive. I think you need to be on something. Yes. You need to be on something that will help you like relax fully. That would be it. Yeah. Like shrooms or something. Wait, on something? Like what? Like, like maybe like, shrooms or something. Yes. Just oh, to be like, out of it. Yeah. like you thinking like he's gonna be like on a sling, like a leather thing or something. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's not even gonna be like microdosing, it's gonna be full on like, full on dosing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How about you? But baby? I don't want it to turn up rape, okay? I still want it to be able oh, to Oh, no, give this is like all consensual, yeah. right? Okay, so, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 So, then I want to be like a part of it, but and lucid, not like completely. Oh, out okay. Of it. Well, then you can't do like a full on dose that's going to like knock you yeah. out into another dimension See, God, or something. This is so technical now. 
I'm gonna. You know what? I, I'm gonna maybe then at two, three episodes later, I will come back to this and give you guys a better answer. But okay. yeah, I'm having a hard time. Okay. I feel like you need to talk to your husband about like, <laughs> hey, have that conversation we'll have and the, then share what happened. Have the past and the the fetish kink. Um, that you always want to experience because you need a pass for that if it's not going to involve him. <laughs> With him. But then again, remember, my past or like my past is like it involves um, time traveling. So that which makes it oh, like, see? God. You know what? Just drop some acid, all right? There you get time travel with acid. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the penis might roll around a little bit, turn to a snake when you're on acid, but just oh my god, yeah, good that, thoughts, be scary. good thoughts. I'm gonna run out good of vibes. like butt naked. That's even scarier. <laughs> so how about you, Greg? Uh, for me, like, okay, so I'm pretty much open to anything. Um, well, you've done almost everything. So what is it that you haven't tried? You know, okay, one thing that I'm like I want to try next is actually pup play. Oh, uh, what? You know, what pup play. Pup play like puppies, yeah. <laughs> There's no actual puppies involved. So pup play is the the pup play is kind of a new, not relatively new. It's been around for a while, but it's when you like guys would wear like a puppy mat, like a dog mask. Oh. And then they would pretend they're little dogs, and there's like someone submissive, and one's dominant. There'd be like a dog owner, and there was a collar, and there was like leather. But see, every time I've seen that, I feel like it's so uncomfortable to wear that like fully covered like in your face even like you know when people are like into latex or like leather i just feel like like aren't you sweating like i i see people i see these girls that are like like models who wears or celebrities wear like latex clothing and they say they have to put so much like baby powder into that just to like really fit in and not feel gross that's like I think I don't. I just don't like anything that does a lot of work or takes a lot of work. See, it's not about <laughs> the work. It's not about thinking. It's about just being having the freedom just to jump into it. I would say to express yourself. The, that's not these thing though. And then just the whole like, but I'm, I know I'm just saying, saying, but like the whole idea of like role play and the role of of this is all is all about actually letting go. And transforming yourself and your sexual identity and your sexual experience into something new that you haven't tried before, you know, because you might find out you actually like it or you don't like it. But some things you just have to do it to try it. No, I I completely get I completely get that. But you guys know me that I like learning things from behind the scenes or like doing things from behind the scenes. I like learning the technical stuff. So if that was me, it would be like making those for other people making it happen for those people and yeah. not necessarily so maybe that's my kink is like doing it for others yeah and, and then you know and then and pup play is really about playing that dominant submissive role so yeah. how it works a lot of times is like the guys would wear like the the leather like dog mask with little ears it's really kind of cute and then they have a collar and there's like a leash and they even have these mittens that you can't use your hands. You just kind of like, and they have a little, oh, they also have, <laughs> they even have like a dog tail <laughs> that's, that you're supposed to like insert in yourself and, it becomes a, <laughs> and then you could wiggle it. <laughs> I love this. It's quite interesting. It's quite interesting. And then there's like the dog owner. And apparently there's a lot of these groups all over the world. These men come together and they either play like the puppy role or the, 
the dog owner role i would say the owner role and it's quite interesting to see at least to watch those videos to see how guys you know um relinquish their their power you know and and it's just quite interesting to me i was like oh i'll try that i haven't tried that yet it's on my it's on my bucket list okay <laughs> so mccoy what did our listeners have to share with us so let's see the first one is from sir red of highline.com and he actually gave us a list so the first one is chrome paint wait what's that chrome paint is that just uh... well let's go down the list oh okay fine i'll explain because i have to ask him like what's this you know when some people paint themselves in the silver body paint like from head to toe like that like he sent me um a link of a twitter page i think and they were showing that i'm just like oh okay i i get it i've done something like that of course you have (laughs) I don't know why I'm. There, See, something like... in my head, it's like this is messy. It's it's kind of like that one question where or one uh, sto- uh, question that or one story that someone sent to us. It's like this cat thing. It's like oh well, yeah, you have, yeah, to do this in a, you have you have to do this in the bathroom because it's like <laughs> just gonna get messy. I I don't expect you to do this in like my nice sheets, you know. Yeah, here's the thing. You know, I I always feel like it's it's about just being in that very specific moment and not thinking about the future cleanup. Oh, yeah. I get that. You know, and there's something so erotic. I mean, I will only do that if I had the money to just be like, all right, send someone else to clean this up. But I know in real life that I will have to clean that up. So I can't let go of that. (laughs) Well, what what kind of paint is it? Like, it's it's not like the paint you get from the hardware store, right? It's like a special body paint. Yeah, you should have the right body paint because a lot of paint is toxic to you. But there is something absolutely so erotic about painting somebody else completely naked and then getting like very there's something because you almost have to pay attention to that part of the body like you almost have to slowly like like um observe and feel and paint the body because you don't just throw paint on the person like like a bucket (laughs) but it's not like a warhol you know like not warhol what's his name uh but is the, 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 the famous artist that throws it off Jackson Pollock yeah it's not a Jackson Pollock painting but imagine like if you have someone that you care about in front of you and then you just paint their body like you have to focus on that it's just it's hot I think then I would gravitate more to the Jackson Pollock method because that those are the kind of like pieces that i like so maybe that's more gonna be en- engaging too for me so if someone's just laying there and i had like squeeze bottles of it so like that's how it would start, and then the director said like coming in. I don't know. I'm coming up with a scene in my head now. So, <laughs> but see, like yeah, in my head, it's like so it has to be a, like almost like you know how Dexter sets up the room, like that. Oh my god. <laughs> Then that to me makes sense. Dexter, the, the like, TV show where he's a he's a murderer, yeah, but he when he, he's about he's, to kill someone, like like everything is like covered with like uh, plastic, so nothing gets messy. Then yes. maybe I can let I go could... of my inhibitions and just be like. But I think there up. you go, team. Why don't you just do a Dexter with you and your husband and just like see if you like it? <laughs> Kill him? Oh. <laughs> no, like pay attention here. We're talking about the we're putting the plastic all over the room. Oh, it's okay, clean. Okay, yeah. It's very meticulous about how his cleanliness. There you go, D. So in, uh, in case any it. of my neighbors listen, if you see me throwing a whole bunch of plastic like 
um, <laughs> covers. I didn't kill anyone. We just wanted to try something new. Okay. Just had sex. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not a murder scene. I'm trying to cover. We were just doing something else. There you go. So McCoy, what's um, what's second on his list? Well, the number two on his list is latex, rubber, and leather. Yes. I'm with the leather part. I mean, the rubber latex one is a little bit harder because I am allergic to latex. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'll break out in hives everywhere. It's not going to be cute. But leather, I get like leather chaps, the harness. Knowing what I know about Sir Red, this is like really surprising me in a very good way. Um, yeah. And then the third one on this list is fisting, question mark. I guess it's yes. really to try it. I'm sorry. <laughs> he said, bring it on. So, based on your reaction, Greg, um, have you been involved in this? <laughs> no, I haven't, unfortunately, but it's on my to-do list. Okay. It seems like everything on this list you have tried or willing to try. Are you so red that we just didn't know? <laughs> 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 no, but I like Sir Red. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, no to kink shaming for sure. So let's see. The next one is from, they wanted to remain anonymous. So I gave them the, the code name of Tita Auring. And this person said, a night with some of my previous crushes. It sounds more like it's a past. Well, it's like a, what I always wanted to experience fill in the blank. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I saw this. So I watched this one porn and you know, it was a story one. And it was this guy who invited all his exes into, like, a dinner thing. And he was like, I'm not going to live that long. So let's just... And he, and he just broke out into an orgy with all his exes, his past lovers. I thought it was, like, kind of, like, different. I was like, oh, okay, I get I get you. I get this one. I get this one. <laughs> I have to see the set. I have to see yeah. the set. I hope they didn't do it while they were eating. Because then it's just Oh, messy. my God. Okay. Oh, actually, D, it was after they're eating, which is probably problematic for guys. <laughs> right? It doesn't, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it would have been like, you know, like, okay, we'll do it reverse. We'll do the dessert first. And then they just get on to it. And yeah, then they the, eat after. The, the orgy <laughs> turned into a scat fest. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my or is God. that okay. what they call it? That one lady not in front of my salad? <laughs> Remember that meme? Huh? Okay, there's this one uh, porn scene that became a meme, and I guess it was like the, the premise was like two guys who was hanging out with this girl, and they just started having sex, and then the girl was like, "Not in front of my salad." Oh, <laughs> oh my god! I'll send you guys the link. Okay, well we can repost it on Instagram. So okay. Well, the next one is from Jeff of the Balut Kiki Project, and he says, um, "With somebody who looks like." Um, quote unquote the general idea of Jesus long hair beard piercing eyes strong jaw and he says there's context here I just turned atheist last year I know I'm going to hell hmm okay did you wait first of all this reminds me of so um, every year in San Francisco they do this big event outdoors uh, on Easter and they have a competition called the hot Jesus and so and so there's people that would um the contestants would, you know, join. The guys would join, and they'd be, and they would actually wear like the cloth that Jesus wore, and then they would just vote like who's a hot Jesus. <laughs> I believe they had, last year, no, a few years ago, they had it at was Dolores Park, that popular park in, in yeah. SF. And I gotta say, 
if you ever Google it or look it up, there is a stunning one that looks exactly like Jesus would have looked at, but he's totally ripped. And he's like so hot. But it's not like a wig, long hair wig. It's, like, it's his actual hair he grew out. That's how they actually look. Okay. See, that's what I, that flies for me better. Oh yeah. my God. It's stunning. Like, oh, I love San Francisco. <laughs> I got it. The next one is from Earl of the Philippine Campfire Stories. And it says, um, with a celebrity, please refer to my list I sent prior. So let's go back to Queries 23. Um, and let's look at his list. And the list is, where did it go? Oh, yeah. Pete Davidson in the U.S., Rural Madrid, Madrid in the Philippines, and Om Pawat in Thailand. So, hmm. so the question is, is like, what is Earl of going to be doing with them, though? Not necessarily. It's like I've always wanted to experience fill in the blank. I wanted to experience having sex with them. It's like the way I took it. Like Jeff uh, wants to have sex with Jesus to verify if it's real. The Holy Ghost. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, let me just ask you this question. There is, there is, um, you know, role playing. We talked about role playing yeah. uh, earlier. There is like this type of porn that's coming out where it's like the Mormons. It's like a whole guy is the Mormons. And there's that thing called Mormon boys or something like that. And there's another one where it's like a like priest and like, and like, I don't know, parishioner. I don't know. Altar boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's all about still about like this role play of dominant and submissive roles is that always what it comes down to maybe like does any of that turn you on like the you know i'm having a hard time like seeing myself enjoying those things because i just see i automatically shift to the real reality of those things and it's really fucked up for me so the, I don't mean to like ruin like the fantasy for everyone, but that's like whenever I see those things, it's just like, well, I know it really exists, and some people who go through this have no say in it, so I can't enjoy those kind of things, or it's hard for me to find joy or like you know sexual pleasure in those kind of things. That's why I can't really you know I that's why I choose not to watch them, like it it just turns me off. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting topic because um, we see we hear I hear stories and read stories about this like people who like the dominant submissive role playing and they sometimes take it to like the very like racist part of it. Yeah, you know they they still want to experience it, but it's almost like God. There's so many layers to that. Yeah, but it's at the same time, it's weird because, like, maybe the doctor thing, I will give it a pass as long as it's all consensual. But it's like the whole priest thing is like, yeah, you know, knowing what they've covered up and all of those things. Yeah, I'm with you on this. But then yeah. if you're Mormon, then they wear those special diapers. Or is that like. <laughs> Wait, are they diapers? No, is are that they Mormon? Special underwear. It's underwear, yeah. Mormons, yes, that's correct. Okay, but they're like padded, so it looks like a diaper, yeah. It's like a sacred honor. It's like a sacred underwear, right? Or something like that. Some holy underwear. I'm not quite sure. I'm not Mormon. You know, I, I, there is this one story that um, there's a podcast I was listening to called Risk. Um, and they had this one episode about. It was, it was um, a sex club where people could do role playing, you know, and, that, and they have safe words. And the story was about this one black woman, and she talks about this experience of going like being like the slave role, 
for this white guy. It was an interesting topic because they're talking about how people they had they interviewed people that were observers, like yeah. voyeurs, and they were interviewing the woman as well, and how she wasn't saying the safe word, and it was like hours and hours of playing this role in front of everybody, and people started getting I'm really uncomfortable. At a certain point, you know, because it they did have racist undertones, and I'm sure there was like racist slurs, you know. But the woman wasn't saying her safe word, and part of it is like she just got so into her head about it, um, that she forgot what the safe word is. I believe, oh. if I if I remember correctly, um, because you know having sex, you know, it's it releases like chemicals in the brain, you know, and yet you may not be in the right state of mind. And it did have repercussions on her, I, I remember. It's been a while since this story. About how she identified herself and why did she do it. It was so layered and psychological. But it was quite interesting. Yeah, I want to know, like, what was... What state of mind did she bring herself to at that time was it just more of like was she still actually enjoying it or was it just becoming a trauma that she couldn't see herself you know get out of it because it was just so overwhelming for herself yeah it's like what what happens to a place that you created that's a safe space and then it changes to something else where it's not you know the space change and you know she i'm sure she was enjoying it in the beginning maybe and then just got carried away. Yeah. And then the guy who was performing the act, um, he didn't know like if this is if he's like satisfying her or is this crossing the line. Yeah. And there is like a very blurred line when it comes to sex, you know, a little bit well, between fetishes and not. Do you guys ever hear the case? Um, it was very big in San Francisco. It was actually with a, a Filipino guy who was half Filipino, half, um, I forgot what his other ethnicity was. And I think his name was Dylan. Do you guys hear about that? He was like, he was a really kind of buff guy. He had the Dylan pose. He had a very popular blog um, that everybody knew him. And he was, he suffered from body dysmorphia. And one of the practices in the gay community, fetishes that's happening is um, a lot of people in our community suffer from body dysmorphia. I think we all know that. However, there's this thing where men would inject silicone into like their private parts, like to their balls and their penis to enlarge it. So Dylan, he had, I guess, a tribe of men. Is that like he, he he played the alpha role, and one of the men, or one of his partners, I guess, um, he injected silicone in, and he ended up dying from it. So the fetish and the kink just crossed the line and he ended up dying. Um, they did a news story in Australia because the guy, the original the guy who passed away was in Australia. Um, I think it was on 60 Minutes Australia that covered it. And there's like the, the blurred line, the, the fine line of walking. When is, it, when is it too much? And when does it become healthy to this isn't healthy anymore? Is what this makes me think of. So the next query is from Ron of Cinephiles, and he asks, What do you think of dating a friend's ex? Is there really an unwritten rule about it? Oh, yeah. Crushes, crushes are not counted. Hmm. It depends. 
it depends on how intimate those two were. I guess that would be my boundary. Or like your level of friendship with your friend. Yeah, yeah. If it was ever, yeah, it would be. Yeah, it would just a lot of factors. It was like the level, the the level of commitment that they had to, with each other at that point. I wouldn't even say like longevity or like you know how long they were together. It really is just more like I think that would be my that would be my deciding factor. You said the length of time. Is that what you mean? Like not the length of time, like the com- the the um how involved they were with each other, how deep their their, their relationship come you know like uh, come to a point at one point. I don't even think I would question how what kind of you know, what kind of friendship I had with my friend. Because to me, it was like, well, what if they really didn't work out and then we fit, like, you know, their ex. So my questioning would be just more of how deep were they in their relationship before for, you know, for me to consider that happening. How about you, McCoy? Crashes are not counted, Sir McCoy. Yeah, that was for me. <laughs> um, would I be okay Okay, if someone dated my ex, a friend of mine dated my ex. Depends on which ex. I think, like, I see these point. It's like it depends on what kind of relationship I had with them, what kind of level of love I had for them, uh, the kind of breakup we had. I mean, imagine if someone fucked me over, and then my friend's gonna date yeah. them. Like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on here? You know. Um, but at the same time, would I date a friend's ex? I've had this rule. Just for me, that I don't do that to my friends. Um, <laughs> that's difficult. That's a difficult question to answer. It really depends. It's it's it it's it depends on the situation between the friend and the ex. It depends on um, what kind of friendship you have with that friend. I mean, if they're just an acquaintance, like fuck, I don't care. You okay. know. <laughs> okay, sorry to like go back to myself. Um, look at it this way. Amaro and I both have exes more than one of them. So if we didn't, like, if I stuck if I stuck to that rule where I wouldn't have dex- dated any of my ex's ex, I wouldn't be with Amaro. Yeah, because you had the same ex. <laughs> yeah, well, twice. Yes. Oh, my God. Not only once. Right? Okay. Remember? <laughs> that was a very small pool you're swimming in. <laughs> <laughs> it you, was Greg? a puddle. It was a puddle. So he was <laughs> swimming in. <laughs> um, you know, off. You know, right off the bat, I probably say one is unwritten rules. I think is, is I don't. You know, I'm not really for unwritten rules. Like there are no rules, to be honest. If you think about it, um, what do you think about dating a friend's ex? I think I'm 100 percent okay with it, and I'm 100 percent okay if a friend was dating my ex. I think the circumstances, if like. If, like, you were talking McCoy, like, if there was something, if it ended bad in a, in a, in a way yeah. where it was, like, a red flag for others. But if it's, like, later on, people change, people heal, you know. But I'm all for people dating, like, my exes. Because, like, life is short. Like, 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 like D, you're a good example. Like, what if, like, there were the unwritten rules so that you guys can't date exes? You wouldn't be in a marriage right now, you know. And if my ex could find love in somebody else of a friend of mine, like, great, you know? Like, fuck unwritten rules. Those are just bullshit rules. 
Let's go to our listeners. <laughs> uh, listener response. Yeah, what did our listeners say? So Jeff says, depends on how close our friend is. Best friends would be in bad taste. Casual friend would be fair game. Sir Red says, I guess it takes a lot of maturity when it comes to this matter. It is fine to do it. I guess never had done it. I never have done that. If the relationship your friend and the ex is not destructive or toxic or abusive, there's a lot of reservations in this case. But as long as your friend is okay with this, that dude isn't an asshole, and the breakup is mutual, and respect is still flourishing. I guess it's fine. I know people who dated their exes, their friends' exes, and it's like a food web, and like usual relationship, some of them are okay. Some are not. So maybe my opinion about this matter is so vague. So so there. It will probably change eventually, I guess. So everybody just say love. Oh, and D, well, he, he also likes the layout of the neon queries post. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me ask you guys this. Mm. Like, who wrote this rule? Because the only way I'm thinking about I've seen this rule play out is in those like rom-com movies or those dramedies or something on television. But really, who wrote this unwritten rule? Like, you can't do this. Like, what cisgender straight people? Like, no, I don't, I don't understand. Well, I'm not, I'm not straight. Well, wait, you didn't write the rule. I'm saying, no, I'm just I'm saying, saying like, who wrote the rule? To me, so. it's like just out of respect, right? And I had a, I had an ex that I was definitely in love with. If one of my friends dated him, that would definitely be very painful for but see, me again that's that's the line where i draw so i would have to know how deep the relationship were and for me to know not to cross that so line to answer greg's question who wrote this rule no one wrote this rule it's just like mutual respect for each other right it's like mm, that's not appropriate no, i actually you know but what who... i see it more as an ownership so i would say it's like white christian men <laughs> okay <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just see it, I just see it more of this like the hypocrisy of like someone can't touch something else, but in their case, all rules are thrown away, kind of thing. Um, the only factor in that I would play part in it again would be the decency, like and respect for the other person. But other than that, it's just more of like owning someone, and I kind of just don't like that. Yeah. You it's know? like this um what's that term bros before hoes remember that that yeah. terminology bros before hoes it's like, it's like in, the, in the same vein that you're talking about d it's like sense of ownership but is it also disrespectful? i'm gonna play devil's advocate here but is it also disrespectful like if these two people are into each other and then you're like you stop it okay here's my thing to me it would hurt me if if my friend did that uh maybe give it time a little bit i'm not saying i own this person and you can never touch him no it's like if if I truly love this person and they are very into each other and they're a good fit, I wouldn't stop that. That's not up to me. That's up to them, right? But at least, like, give me time to kind of, like, heal from this. Instead of, like, right away, you're, like, getting with my ex. Or at least have a conversation with me so we, we're clear we're, like, on the same page. And so you don't be hanging around behind my back keeping it a secret because yeah. I'll be upset. Like, have a conversation with me. I think we're mature enough. Yeah, I think that's the key to it two would be like conversation had to be had like no matter what and and it's just like it's not a permission it's just more of like out of respect yeah and that's where yeah. i'm coming um, from which is out of respect i think it comes down to yeah i think about what you're saying it's just i think that's that's a fair request you know and it comes down to communication really well the next one earl um the next one earl says 
if it's like real friend, like, you know, like ride or die friend, I would probably not date his ex. It's too awkward in the wedding seat arrangement. <laughs> but I, I, okay, I don't get that part. It's too awkward in the wedding seat arrangement. Mm-hmm. Um, because he'll invite the friend that's an ex. Your friend is going to be on the other table. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then their ex would be next to you in the sweetheart table or something yes. like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> They're not going to be sitting next to each other, so don't worry about that. Yeah, that's true. Um, Well, Rich says it's fine by me. And he really is fine with it because I dated one of his exes, not knowing that they dated. And then I I told Rich, I'm like, hey, I met this guy and we went on a date. He was like, what? Like, I dated him like you did? I I had no idea, right? And then I realized shortly after why they're no longer together. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks, Rich, for letting you know. Shoot. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if he did warn me. He did warn me, but I said, look, um, I see where you're coming from, but let me find out on my own. Aww. Because maybe they were just not like a good fit, right? You know. But let me ask you this question then, McCoy. What if Rich said, no, you cannot date him? I'll ask why. And if he says, well, I'm not over him or, you know, I'm, I'm still in love with him, like, Okay. What if he said there was an unwritten rule that that's not going to happen? Then it's a conversation that needs to keep happening. And Bethany from Mars What says, For me, it would depend, I guess, on the closeness of this friend and how he or she felt about the situation, especially if their breakup was a bad was was bad and that the friend confided in me during, you know, the relationship. Honestly, I'd feel so weird starting up something with someone who had hurt this friend of mine. But I guess time can heal some wounds. And maybe, just maybe, if they patch it up, he or she, uh, and he or she um, gave the go-ahead, then perhaps then. Yeah, I think it comes back to that, the healing part and how yeah. bad the hurt is. And con- like conversation. And you don't want your friend or to be in pain or feel the same pain that you feel. Or have felt because of this person. Yeah. No, that sucks. Just imagine. I mean, just imagine that, right? That's like, ugh. But then you never know. I mean, if they're happy, they're happy. That's true. I mean, like, if you really love someone, you have to let them go and be with someone who is a better fit for them. And I I get that. You know, but they better watch their back because I'm coming for them. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. God, there's that Tyrion Lannister um, quote, um, like I will hurt you for this. You know, there there will come a time when you think you're happy or something like that, but that joy will turn into ashes in your mouth. Like that's my quote. Blood wedding. <laughs> my God. Or is it the red wedding? Sorry, red wedding. Red wedding. <laughs> there goes spoiling that thing for you again, McCoy. I know he just can't help it. <laughs> but yeah, so I I agree. It's like. I mean, I'm glad we're, you know, I understand your question, though, Greg, about, like, who wrote this rule? Like, you're a little bit forceful about that, but but I get it. It's like, um, but at the same time, when emotions are involved, there's no right or wrong answer, right? It's just difficult all around. Yeah, I think it comes back to the, I mean, it's going to be an awkward conversation to have with your friend. That's for sure. Like, it's not going to be an easy one, but, man, like, life is so short. Okay. I have this friend, um, and he was dating the, uh, this guy. This guy, I thought it was cute, um, but they were just not a good fit, right? I just, I could see that. And then they fought one time, and I was there, and he was like, I should have just dated McCoy. And I was like, 
What the fuck? Wow. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, yeah, you should have. I think we would have been a better fit. <laughs> but hey, you didn't see my value in the beginning. So you're stuck with that decision. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, how did you feel about it? I mean, just hearing that's like a, a, a big shock, isn't it? Well, it's like, well, you didn't choose right. You thought, but how did it make you feel? How did it emotionally make you feel when this guy said I should have dated you instead? Like flattered, but at the same time, this fucking sucks. Like now you say this, <laughs> but yeah. So whatever. And then, the, then my follow up question is: Is did you pursue it afterwards? No, he did not. Um, and also because I kind of had that rule in my head like i can't date you anymore the unwritten rule strikes again dun 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 you know i'm a rule follower so when un unwritten or written i just i feel like i have to follow it and besides he didn't even make any effort to befriend me even after that so yeah i, th I think you saw it sounds like you saw something like you didn't like in him to begin with that you were just like eh, okay yeah Maybe like this is not worth it. Wasn't worth it for you to even like risk anything. It's not even that. I think he just didn't even make an effort. I would have been friends with him, um, even after they had broken up, or maybe he was just using me to hurt my friend by saying that. Yeah. So it's like you're an asshole. You shouldn't be saying shit like that because how does how does that you you putting me in a in a bad situation where my friend could potentially be jealous of me because you said that. Um, at the same time. What the fuck? I'm like your second runner up. <laughs> you want to dethrone her and put the the crown on me because I'm your second choice? Fuck you. I should not be no one's second choice. I should I should be the first choice. Well, how long ago was this? This was a long time ago. We were okay. young and fresh then. So, if you're still lis if you're listening by any <laughs> chance, it's never too late to reach out to McCoy now. At this hey. point, I'll take I'll take anyone. <laughs> McCoy, <laughs> what happened to like? I am no one's second choice. I'll take anyone. <laughs> Age. What happened? <laughs> the decades in between. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm wow. not just gonna take anyone. Almost anyone. <laughs> I do have my standards. <laughs> And those I standards love... are like very, very flexible. <laughs> well, you I know? love how it just in like one like half a second it was went from one point to the other point in like a millisecond. Well, you know, like every year that passes by, the 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 list of criteria that will I, I that I'll accept gets added. Like every year, it gets longer and longer. Criteria is the other unwritten rules that always people make yeah, that, isn't it? my thing is like you have your criteria criteria you have your list of your wants but just expect not to have all of that because that's impossible be flexible in more ways than one in more ways than one i was like yeah <laughs> sorry i just got a visual i was like oh yes. oh oh <laughs> so thank you for your queries kenny and ron let us know how you would answer those questions yourself we want to hear your answers and we'll read them on a future episode that's our show if you'd like to leave a comment or have a queries for us we will respond you can reach us at on social media we're on twitter facebook and instagram at gamchat podcast or you can also email us your questions to gamchatpodcast at gmail.com and we'll catch you on the next one. <laughs> <laughs>